Hey there, lifestyle, clothing optional thrill seekers. Ed and Phoebe here, and we've got a spicy announcement. Brace yourselves for Libertine Events 2024, the ultimate takeover experience, and it's gonna be wild. Find your tribe with Libertine Events, where you have access to private group chats, host-run seminars, and event surprises around every corner. Dive into the sultry world of Miami Vices this May, but hurry quick. It's already 70% sold out. You don't want to miss this opportunity to hang out with hosts like We've Got a Thing, Casual Swingers, Hump Day Quickies, and Expansive Connection, along with the driving force behind the whole event, Wanderlust Swingers. Save the dates in October because Libertine Events is bringing the heat to San Antonio with Senses 2024. We'll be there, as well as Average Swingers, Mr. and Mrs. Jones, Casual Swingers, Expansive Connection, DJ Life of Spice, and of course, Wanderlust Swingers. Be sure to use promo code SWINGERU, S-W-I-N-G-E-R-U, when you purchase your tickets to spice up your experience and support Swinger University. Once again, that's promo code SWINGERU. S-W-I-N-G-E-R-U at checkout. Get your tickets by clicking on the link in the show notes or visiting swingeruniversity.com slash libertine. Welcome to Swinger University, your horizontal enrichment program. Bringing you an educational podcast about swinging. Here are your hosts, Ed and Phoebe. Today we're talking about dating versus hit and quit. Which do you prefer? We decided to talk about this topic today because we just got back from a date last night and we thought it was kind of timely. So we're going to talk about a couple different aspects of dating and kind of couple-on-couple experiences instead of the usual giant group orgy thing that happens at hotel parties. This is more of a double date. Yeah, intimate one-on-one or couple-on-couple. Okay, so... so Dating. What are some of the advantages? Oh, of yeah. Dating? There, there are definite advantages. One of them is you build this long-term rapport with this other couple. Hopefully. Hopefully. There's this better connection, this, you know, once you get past that initial getting to know you phase, that that kind of awkward first date phase, then you really kind of get this sex of the mind. You get this almost foreplay because you can anticipate what they're into because you've been with them before. Exactly. And as we know, familiarity equals better sex. (laughs) Definitely. (laughs) It's... It's not that uh, one-night hookup where they're fumbling and you're fumbling and nobody knows what's going on. It's you don't just, really care because you're 
too drunk and it's a warm body and there you go. This is definitely more of a friends with benefits kind of long-term thing. Mm -hmm. The other advantage is if you are having that couple over to your house, you've got a more intimate setting. You've created the mood with nice lighting and some music, maybe some fun smells. And it's fun to get all those pieces together in anticipation. You have some drinks or some uh, food and snacks. It's always a really nice way to build up that moment. Yeah, you've you've established this connection. You've established this sense of who they are and what they like. And so you can kind of build up the evening for that encounter. Mm-hmm. Kind of fun. Exactly. So we've also got some tips for success with dating couples. And we're going to go through these quickly because these are covered basically in the whole podcast throughout all of our episodes, but it's good to kind of refresh these and have them in the front of your mind. Good thinking. So first thing, if you're going to date a couple and you're you're trolling on the sites to find that next couple, pictures of both partners. Oh, come on now, Ed. Both partners? Really? Both partners. Do not hide your husband. Bring him out. He likes to see the sun sometimes. <laughs> it's important that he gets his vitamin E every once in a while and gets that sunshine. <laughs> Take a picture of the poor guy and share him with the world. Poor dude. Contact them ahead mm-hmm. to confirm that both people are, are real. Yes. Could be fakes, could be posers, could be, you know, single men, single women, who knows? Just people trolling for photos. Yeah, so if you're going to set something up with them, have a little bit of conversation with them to make sure that they're real. Absolutely. Although, one of our next tips will kind of do some risk mitigation, and that is schedule a short drink date. So don't plan for many hours, plan for, you know, an hour or two Mm -hmm. to just go meet these people and have some conversation over a few frosty beverages. (laughs) It's not a two hour multi-course meal. You're not stuck there. You're not getting stuck with a bill. And if they don't show up, you just have a drink with your, your partner and dance or go home. Mm Mm-hmm. But short drink date. It's also in a public place for those people who are a little safety concerned. Preferably noisy. Good atmosphere. You don't want too many people overhearing your conversation. Right. And have a have a nice backup plan in case the date doesn't go well. Then you and your partner can either meet another couple or go have a good time yourself. Exactly. Hence the exit strategy. Right. Expect to be able to or have a plan for Mm -hmm. getting out or just ending the date gracefully. Sometimes you just don't hit it off. And so figure out a way to say, it was really nice meeting you both. 
and we're going to go now. <laughs> yeah. And the the last thing is, if the date's going really well, mm-hmm. have a signal with your partner or excuse yourselves for a minute to have a quiet conversation and get on the same page as to whether are you going to fuck on the first date or not? <laughs> some people do, some people don't. But, hey, if you really hit it off with somebody and the chemistry is there, sparks are flying, maybe you just go to the next level. Exactly. But you got to be able to have the conversation and one person shouldn't commit for the for the other. Yes. Your exit strategy could be, too, to just say, you know, we don't fuck on the first date. And then, you know, people know that there's no pressure. There's no expectation because I don't know, probably nine out of 10 times that's not going to happen. And some couples have that strategy anyway, no matter how good they get along, because it takes them time to step out of that situation and think about it and regroup. Process those feelings. Make sure that you're all on the same page. Maybe they notice something that you didn't. Right. You get that time away from the spur of the moment to yes. make a decision. Yes. It's safe. Yeah. Not quite as exciting or fun. I but. Know. But sometimes jumping all in too quick, you don't have that perspective. And then later on, you kind of regret a little bit or you're in an awkward situation where you feel less confident saying how you feel and you end maybe you end up taking one for the team and it that doesn't always go well well for some people it goes well but depends on your everyone depends on what kind of a hit on your perspective yeah how it works for you Want an adventure that will give you memories for a lifetime? We've been on three bliss cruises, and they were filled with daily sexy activities, great conversations, evening theme parties, and exciting memories. There's something for everyone, no matter where you are in your lifestyle journey. All are welcome. Book your cruise through our link and create your unforgettable experience, moments, and smiles. Visit swingeruniversity.com forward slash vacations and book your trip today. So we opened saying that we went on a date last night, and this is actually a pretty cool story. We'd uh, met this couple online through SLS, and they contacted us and sent us a kick message, and we'd been exchanging information, and this was before the Halloween party that they'd contacted us, and so they wanted to have some good conversation to kind of get to know us, and we're a little afraid that the Halloween party was going to be not conducive to having those kinds of conversations. Right. So they had some stuff come up. I th- I think there was a birthday party the same day and it just wasn't going to work out to, to do Halloween and that other thing all at the same time. So we'd said, what about the weekend after? What do you have going on? Work for them, work for us. This lady had reservations, a time, the date, 
all of it figured out, coordinated with me weeks in advance. Oh, yeah. She was on it. It was like... She wasn't messing around. This date, yes. Do you have a favorite restaurant? Yes. Sokolos. Great. We're going there. Boom, boom, boom. Everything was set. She yep. messaged me back. Reservations made. scheduled. Bam. Yeah. Two weeks. It's like, what the heck? This is so unusual. We've never met anyone this on, on the it. ball. Just, just dialed. We didn't know what to do. We were like, what? What's happening now? Hell just froze over. <laughs> a non-flaky swinger. So last night, we getting ready for the date, primping and pruning and cleaning and all that, and we get a kick message that PG&E, in their infinite wisdom, decided to kill the power where they lived. Mm-hmm. So here we are thinking, there's a date, but they don't have any power. Mm-hmm. Needless to say, they said, oh, we're still coming. <laughs> Can you believe this? They're like, we've got to make some changes because, uh-huh. you know, there's no power at the house, but we're going to be there. Mm-hmm. And I gave them an out. I said, hey, you know, totally get it if that's not going to work out. And if you need to push it back, just yeah. just let me know. Yeah. 20 minutes later, text back and say 7.30 instead of 6.30. It'll be great. Perfect. I'm like, yeah, no problem. Mm-hmm. We decide to go a little bit early to kind of snack a little bit, kind of take off the hunger. And 7.30, lo and behold, they walk through the door. We get our table. We get drinks. We have a fantastic conversation everybody's just gelling it's just great yes remind me you know what i'm just going to interject right here this woman was so motivated she had her husband plug her curling iron into his truck because he had some sort of converter thing yes so she's outside with the truck with her mirror perched on a rock curling her head with her phone flashlight that's how motivated this woman was i was like i love you (laughs) i mean that's we could hope that it was us like they were so motivated (laughs) to go on a date with us that they were not going to let anything stop them but i think this woman is just superwoman and she's just got it dialed she's awesome she i was, was impressed awesome. i was like wow her, her husband was also on the ball oh no, yeah sh- no shower water so he went to the gym and took a shower there oh, yeah. so they made it they happen. made it happen i know. just on it <laughs> like i said and we had a good time we um, did. Great conversation with them. So a lot of fun. Easy. We've set up a second date mm-hmm. and we both uh, confided in each other at, uh, later in the evening that we 
both would have fucked on the first date. Yeah. But we, we didn't last no. night. No. But yeah, talk about a dating success story. So yes, contact, timing, setting up the date, being persistent, and mm-hmm. just taking care of business. Absolutely. So no exit strategy needed for that one. Nope. All right. Disadvantages to dating, Ed. Well, yeah. we can talk to these two. Yeah. Can it's, be very time-consuming. You know, you have to sift through a lot of profiles. And as we said earlier, a lot of the profiles don't have pictures of both people. So, honestly, we just don't waste our time. Because it just really hasn't panned out. It, either they don't respond or the response is not non-committal. Right. And when you do request a picture, you get a dick pic or a boob pic. And I guess our fault is not asking for a face pic. Right. So. And and a lot of people will not send those unless they're on something like kick. So. That's true. You surf the profile. You find the couple. You read their details. You go, okay, they're great. They match up. They seem like compatible mm-hmm. you click on the gallery you look for the pictures boob 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 okay no faces so now you got to contact them back and say hey we didn't find any pictures would you mind would you, you mind know? sending something so we know who the heck you are and what you look like yeah so we know who we're meeting and then you still aren't guaranteed that they're actually who they say they are so right it's a very long process to get to the restaurant, to get it, to the bar. It is. And some of the success that we've had, too, is by meeting people at these events. That way you have a built-in backup plan for everybody. Well, and, and you've, you've already cut the coordination out, and yep. you've cut the the profile surfing out yes. and you've cut the picture thing out right? because they're right in front of you and you're both at the same place at the same time. So, right. And we had good friends that had good communication and pictures of the individuals of two, two separate couples. They were supposed to meet at the event. Right. And when they met at the event, these they neither were not couple who they said they were anything like their pictures so they were very disappointed but they're at a two-day event so they had lots of other opportunities to meet other people and have other great experiences that would be us by the way the other great experience oh oh was that me pointing fingers at myself yeah <laughs> that was Cha-cha. Oof. let's yeah. just say mm. we didn't get to bed until five o'clock that nope. morning that was a first and that's okay i am <laughs> I, I would do that all over again <laughs> all right i am the happy backup plan anytime. yeah I'm, ha- I'm happy to be the backup plan yep we're a sure thing <laughs> so sifting through profiles is the first part once you've gotten through all that now you're coordinating dates right that's the hardest thing Hell, Phoebe and I can't even coordinate dates sometimes for ourselves, and that's only two people, and we live together. 
it's <laughs> it's tricky to yeah. get two different households Household. all on the same calendar, yeah. right? That's the key, household, because households contain more than two people. Right. And Kids with soccer practice, band practice, whatever, cheerleader practice. You've, you've got two partners in a different house with their own job schedules, yep. their own hobby schedules, you know, soccer league. Um, yep. Yep. They know it. Bowling, whatever. They know it. It is insane. Yes. So, coordinating dates, coordinating place, time, um, you know, can be a disadvantage. It's all time-based. And then when you get down to it, you could go to the place that you're going to meet and they just don't show. So, right. no go, no show. Not to mention, if they do show up, you're investing a certain amount of time with that couple. Yeah. And... Heaven forbid you picked a dinner date and yes. it's before dinner drinks, appetizers, yeah. dinner, right. dessert, and halfway through your first cocktail, you were like, honey, we got to get out of here. I'm I'm like chewing my leg to try and get out of the trap oh. here. <laughs> you, you just never know, which is why those tips that we said about yep. doing a short date, and this is, this is great advice. I know... Single people are probably not listening to this unless they're in the lifestyle, but this is great dating advice. I learned that when I was dating. No first date dinner dates. Just nope. don't do it. They nope. could be crazy, yep. and you do not want to be tied to a table with crazy. Don't do it. <laughs> okay, <sighs> so also never do your first date at your house. Never. Why is that? Ed. Well, they could be crazy. <laughs> and you've invited crazy into your house. Yeah. But that's like worst case scenario. Yeah. We've the never other portion is it just may be awkward. Mm -hmm. You just don't have anything in common with them. They don't look like their pictures. Right. You think UPS has brought you a package because this person <laughs> shows up at your door and you're like, oh, no, that's the date. I was not expecting that. <laughs> Worst case, Wait. she shows up and the guy that she brought is not the guy in the picture because that was right. from 20 years ago. Yeah. Anyway, don't and, and invite And most importantly, you don't, you don't have a backup plan. Always have a backup plan. Always have an exit strategy. How would you get them out of your house if you had invited them over for a first date? What's your exit strategy? Right. Ed told yeah. me earlier, he said, just ask him to leave. Easier said than done. I <laughs> fully acknowledge that. But sometimes <laughs> you're going to have, I mean, if you've invited somebody to your house, yeah. you're going to have to say, hey, folks, I, I hate to say this, but this is this is not working. And yeah. we're going to have to call it. So yeah. uh, it was nice meeting you, but yep. I know. you don't have to go home, but you got to get the hell out of here. <laughs> oh, right. yeah. I tend to be a little more subtle. I, I don't like to wound people. 
I feel slightly responsible for how they feel. I know I shouldn't, but so I try a a little more subtle social approach like yawning. And that's the first stage. You try that. You obviously go to the gentle approach. Yeah, the gentle. I forgot I've got this, you know, work thing, early thing tomorrow morning, whatever. Most people who are aware and respectful, they pick up on those. Right. See note one, if they're crazy, they may not pick up on that. But (laughs) try not to invite crazy back to your house. And that's why you don't do the first date at your house. Okay. We've never actually had crazy at the house. Thank goodness. But no. To those people who have, we're so sorry. That's right. All right. Sometimes you'll have a hit and miss. Right. So there's this concept floating around in the lifestyle of mm-hmm. hit it and quit it. Yep. And we actually think that there's this intermediary layer, which is this hit and miss that we're right. going to talk about. And mind you, the, the hit and quit term gets thrown around kind of a, as a negative right. def, definition, connotation. And I don't really think so. I mean, if that's what you prefer, then that's what you prefer. And we'll go into that. Um, it's just different preferences in the lifestyle. Just one other layer. Hey there, podcast listeners. You've been tuning into our episodes, but have you ever wondered about the steamy details of our adventures or maybe hungry for some sultry, erotic stories? Well, guess what? We've got something special just for you. Our exclusive Patreon page. It's like a VIP pass to the saucier side of our world. So if you're ready for an exclusive behind-the-mic experience, head over to our Patreon page now. Trust us, this is where the magic happens. See you there, patrons. So with hit and miss, and I can honestly say that we've been guilty of this. And when I say guilty, it's not something that we set out to do. It's just kind of how it happened. So we, we meet a couple, we seem to hit it off. We get together, maybe we have sex with them, and it just doesn't go the way that we thought it was going to go. Now, meaning the sex was okay, or it was just outright bad, or it was just awkward. So conversation was great, connection seemed great, but then you get to the act and it's kind of ho-hum. Yeah. Or you've met them for that drink date and it seemed to go good, but then when you actually interact with them and, you know, invite mm-hmm. them back to your house or meet them at a party for a get together, it, it just doesn't go the way that you thought it was going to go. Something's right. off. Yeah. It's just not quite, uh, it's not connecting. Can't figure it out. Can't figure it out. Now, we always have a two date rule with that kind of stuff. And that is maybe they're just having an off night. Yeah. Everybody has absolutely weird things going on in their brains. Could have been a disconnect. Exactly. Could have been a rough week. Maybe you drank too much. Uh, Something. There's tons of stuff going on. Yeah. So we give them 
the benefit of the doubt and sure. we give ourselves the benefit of the doubt. I mean, yeah. heck, we can be off on a night too. Absolutely. And so we'll always reach out and go, and maybe it was us, maybe it was them. Let's, let's try again. Yeah. I'm all right with that. Mm-hmm. The point where it's not okay the second time, that's where this starts to fall into the hit and miss. Now, I mean, you could have a disastrous first encounter and not even bother with the second one. And that's definitely a hit and miss. I mean, it can just go bad. And right. we've had those experiences. We talked about one of those on the cruise where the guy was just rough, just yeah. abusively rough, not like violent, but not not passionate or compassionate. Right. Not empathetic and not listening. Right. And it's it's just a stupid experience. It just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Not a good fit. Not good. And that's kind of what we call the hit and miss. So it's different because the intent is different. Mm-hmm. Now, hit and quit is. Oh. Did you did you want to talk about one more thing in hit and miss? Well, let's see. Did we talk about oh, not vibing? Well, I guess you kind of touched on the not vibing with the hit and miss. Although you have a really good, you have some good examples about that, and so. One of the examples of how you get a miss is there's just not that chemistry. Yeah. Or, you know, I don't know. Maybe the guy, you get along great. He's sexy. But then we talked about maybe he can't follow direction or he sweats profusely and you just can't stand that Chinese torture of the drip, drip, drip. Between it's your raining eye. men. Oh, wait, wrong. I don't think that song meant that. <laughs> and it just turns you off. There's something about it. Maybe he has chronic halitosis or, Ooh. you know, I, I don't know. Maybe he was great in a group setting, but not so great in a couple setting. Right. And there is a dynamic with that. There are some people who work really well in, you know, a two-on-two situation where everybody kind of gets along. And some sometimes couples are really good when there's more couples to kind of interact with mm-hmm. and kind of buffer yes. the conversation in the room. Yeah. And they you can you have more people to play off of a little more distraction but also a little more excitement so some people may need to feed more off that type of group energy right um and you won't really know what that is until you have time to kind of step away and think about that a little bit absolutely okay you are gonna say hit hit it and quit it hit it and quit it this is the classic one night stand. This is putting notches in the bedpost. Yeah. Writing names in your little black book. <laughs> doing the not this is sport fucking. Yeah. I mean straight up. Yeah. Just hit it and move on. <laughs> now there's some advantages to this. Yep. This isn't particularly our style with the exception of group play in like a playroom where our intent isn't to date or kind of build any kind of long-term rapport. I mean, we're playing in the playroom. Right. 
And a lot of times the group play situations that we're in, people come from all around. So they're 100 miles away or 3,000 or more miles away. So you just can't date people that far away. It's just not, it's very The cruise was like that for us. Yeah. People were there from all over the world. And there's no way that we're going to connect with them again unless we all happen to be in Fort Lauderdale leaving on the same boat. But we have that experience locally as well. People come from hundreds of miles away for these big events. Absolutely. Halloween, there were people from different states. We had people from Oregon. There were people from back east. That's true. Um, Some of our friends from... uh, Hmm. Oh, Where were they? Maryland? Virginia? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, all over the place. Yep. And other than some text messages back and forth every once in a while, like, we just don't see them. There's no way. I know. Um, If I were wealthy and could fly the country at my leisure, (laughs) yeah, we'd go visit these people all the time. But I'm not Batman. (laughs) So. Okay. We've covered the people traveling but so one of the other advantages in terms of this travel is people who do travel a lot, and this is kind of like a, a hall pass kind of situation for the hit and quit check. for the hit and quit hit and quit list. So you know if you're if you're traveling or they're traveling, you kind of just meet up, have some fun. Everybody yep. goes their own way. One of the other ones is the uh, the fuck it list. Yeah, really, you're just checking boxes. You you have a list. You have a short, tall list. Uh, Redhead, brunette, blonde. Yeah. Some Anything. ethnic variety of mm-hmm. exotic locale. Short hair, long hair, all of it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we have friends who spent an entire cruise basically checking that list. Uh-huh. And they, they made... Uh, kind of... They took a blood oath at the beginning of the cruise. <laughs> blood oath. <laughs> To to literally not do the same couple twice just because they'd never done that before. And move outside their box. So they stretched their comfort zone. Checking boxes outside the box. Yes. Woohoo. And and that's totally legitimate. Yep. Everybody's most people have this kind of this internal checklist of things. You're like, you know, I've always wondered. Mm-hmm. I've always wanted to drive a Ferrari. Yeah. And this kind of hit it and quit it. You've checked that box. You scratched that itch. Yeah. Do you want to itch it some more? Do you want to, you know, <laughs> maybe. But maybe not. You're like, okay, that wasn't any different than I thought it was going to be. Right, right. Uh, so you just move on. I don't have I don't have a checklist. I have preferences. But they're broad, pretty broad preferences. Maybe I have a small checklist. You have Ed's a looking checklists. at me like I'm insane. But I guess I do have a very small checklist of like one item. I think we all have checklists. We may not be aware of them. Some people are consciously some people have written them down. Like oh, it's, yeah. It's in a notebook someplace, and they go, <laughs> ah, item number 143. Check. Check. <laughs> I, I, 
I've got some things I'd like to try. Yeah. And uh, yeah. one, you know, and I've been slowly checking through them, and some of them I want to revisit. Yeah. And I think that's two of our checkboxes are ones that we were like, okay, we tried that, but we want to try it again because it wasn't as good as we wanted it mm. to be. So we're going to, we want a do-over. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. emphasis on the do. Mm-hmm. Yes. We've got a few of those. Yes. It's like going to the candy store and you get to sample and and then you're like, ooh. That was really good, but, you know, I think I need another sample of that. Pardon me. Can I get a pound of this to go? <laughs> I mean, I, I don't, the C's chocolate sampler's okay, <laughs> but you just kind of made me thirsty for more. <laughs> Can I get a bushel? <laughs> Delivery. One of the nice things, too, is that this is a time saver. You don't have to date them. You don't develop this long-term connection. You don't have to kind of invest serious Mm -hmm. time in it. And and some people are, like, really um, efficient with this. And that is make contact. If they don't follow through, they don't have pictures. You don't even contact them in the first place. If they don't follow through, you don't bother you just drop them and you just move on in other words don't waste a bunch of time on people who aren't even going to follow through like you're you're wasting your time yeah don't do it so they do they just kind of rip through and find the first available person that's on their list and if it works it works you make it happen you do it and you move on Mm mm-hmm disadvantages of that would be your experience may not be quite as rich and fulfilling. Right. Because you haven't spent enough time with that same partner to communicate what you like and what you don't like or for them to have enough time to discover your buttons. Yeah. Now, if you're a really good communicator and you like giving direction. Uh, And he's good at following or she's good good at at following. following, You might be be able to get them on the first date and go, no, no, no. Down, left, Mm -hmm. right, swirl, twirl. Yep. Harder, faster. Deeper. Mm. Longer. Mm. (laughs) But not everybody's good at following directions. So, or giving. You may not be comfortable giving directions. And if you're not good at giving directions or not comfortable giving directions, hit it and quit it may not be very satisfying. Right. Um, it's quick. It's efficient. But you've got to be you got to be a type A personality yeah, I to would do it so. really well. Yeah. you got to be really confident in your sexuality and, and know what you want. And if you want to ride him like a cowboy cowgirl sorry now if you happen to be a dominatrix and you are all in control yeah then maybe that works out really well for you Mm -hmm. of course we like to repeat if it's really good and if they follow directions really well wouldn't you want more of that you're always responsible for your own orgasm indeed now one of the key things that we like to do when we date is the follow-up. So we went on a great evening or even not great evening 
we always contact the couple afterwards and say, you know what? We really appreciate you taking time to hang out with us, spend time with us. And we enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. Um, We'll either, if it was a great date, we'll do the whole, thank you for a wonderful time. We look forward to meeting you again. We are currently checking our calendar for the next available date. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And we did that last night. Yeah. And we are definitely looking forward to our next date. Yes. Now, let's say it's a bad experience. How do you how do you close? Or just not the right fit. Well, yeah, bad, bad, not the right fit. Yeah, not repeatable. Not repeatable. Yeah. You would say. Maybe you'd say something like, "Hey, we made it home safe. Thank you again for your warmth and hospitality. We really enjoyed your company." Because you did. I mean. In the moment. Yeah. I mean, they spent time to get ready and invite you over or meet you at dinner or for drinks. And their time is just as valuable. And there's always something to get from every experience. Absolutely. This is the equivalent of writing grandma the thank you letter for the socks you got for Christmas. (laughs) Oh. You didn't want socks. No. You really wanted that brand new... iPhone? Yeah. yeah. Something. Uh-huh. Rubber ducky. But you got socks or a sweater or something. Yeah. But you still write a letter. You still yeah. send them a note and say, hey, you know what? Thank you for thinking of me. Thank you. Mm-hmm. We hope we've given you some great tips for navigating the swinger dating scene. It's more challenging than dating as a single person, if you even remember what that was like, because the dynamics are four times as complex. Getting four people to agree on a date and time, show up, experience a great vibe all around the table, and be on the same page with their goals for the evening. Let's just say it's complicated. We've had some success, and it's worth trying at least a few times. Who knows? You may have great luck and fun doing it. Before you turn off our podcast to take care of all the vanilla things pulling you away, please reach out and give us a review. I am the first to admit that it is much easier to give a five-star rating, which we appreciate. But if you could take 43 seconds to type a review, we would love it. If you want to share a personal story, ask us questions, or share your comments, please contact us at swingeruniversity at gmail.com or tweet us at swingerupodcast. Hey, have you heard? SDC is more than just a dating site. They have expert contributors and educators like us and from all around the world to guide you in everything from how to talk to your partner about swinging and the different kinds of open relationships. You can also find out what you need to know before opening up your relationship, common swinger conflicts, and how to resolve them. Have you ever wanted to know what a swingers club is like? How to meet other swingers? Find a unicorn? Be a hot wife? Well, you can find all that information as well and much, much more. 
Check out SDC by clicking the link in the show notes and get your free seven-day membership.